Hello and welcome to another episode of the Mama Pachamama podcast. I'm Vivian McKinnon and I actually sat down to record this and like halfway through recording it started raining so beautifully outside I could not help myself and I went and stripped down all of my clothes and jewelry and everything and just took a nice shower in the rain and I feel so refreshed. It was exactly what I needed. Uh, I've talked about this before. I don't really take a lot of showers or even baths. I clean all the important stuff, obviously. Um, And I have a few rituals for caring for my body. I don't smell. I smell quite lovely, in fact. Um, But I don't want to constantly on a daily basis, expose myself to all of the gross chemicals they put in the water here. And unfortunately, the home I'm in is connected to city water and the city water here is like exceptionally bad. So whenever I can, if there's a nice storm out, I like to go and take a nice shower in the rain. And boy, do I feel amazing. Um, Welcome to the podcast. I am in a very fluffy mood today. My children are currently camping with their dad in the mountains and I am home alone for my first time like ever. And it's pretty amazing. I consider myself to be a homebody because I have so many things that I love to do at home. I've gone out to run my errands and whatnot, but on the most part, it's just been so nice to stay here and work on all the projects and things I love to do, but mostly it's been a lot of rest because indeed I am nearing the birth portal and I'm so excited. I am like deeply immersed in my feminine energy. Uh, I'm just feeling fabulous, Uh, feeling all of the psychedelic, uh, what my friend Caitlin calls the psychedelic adjacent (laughs) feelings. I love that. Um, I am feeling that very deeply to the point where I really, I don't even actually want to go out into the world too much. I'm feeling called to stay close to my nest. And speaking of nest, I am so happy that I have put so much love into my home over the past couple of months. Um, I am still in a rental home until I find the perfect place to move into. Um, And for a while, I basically, I think this is also kind of healing the uh, poverty mindset, the scarcity mindset um, of telling myself why invest in making this home nice. I should wait until I have my own home that I own to make nice. And I kind of just decided, fuck that. I deserve my home to be beautiful now. And then I just make my next home equally as beautiful or more beautiful. Why, like, why limit myself? Why am I limiting myself? So I invested money and time and energy and love into making this home so damn cozy. And it's one of the best decisions that I've ever made. It's covered in houseplants and beautiful lighting and fresh, clean, organic linens, and everything feels really organized and comfortable, and I've got big, bright, beautiful rugs everywhere, and I feel like the flow is just so much more 
um, flowy. <laughs> it just feels good in my house lately and I love it. I'm super excited. In the next couple of months, I want to start offering um, or hosting a sister circle and do it in my home because yeah, I'm very proud of what of of the life and energy that I'm putting into this home. And it's perfect timing as I'm preparing to bring another life, birth another life into the home. I've just been on like mega nesting mode. And it's so nice to walk around and see a space that honors me and reflects me. And um, I think that's very important when we're talking about the space in which we experience such intense rites of passage like birthing and postpartum. So this has been a really beautiful gift to myself to make my home just just incredibly cozy. Um, putting the last touches now with little things here and there, trying to get things stocked and set up in the apothecary so that business can continue as usual um, after the baby's born. And I've been doing all of my, if you follow me on Instagram and you watch my stories, You've probably seen all the cooking I'm doing. I'm doing lots of cooking to prepare for my postpartum feasting. <laughs> and I'm so excited that I started working on an ebook where I'm going to share all of my favorite recipes for postpartum. I mean, and they're, it's all recipes that I would eat even outside of postpartum. But um, yeah, so lots going on. At the same time, I've been really allowing myself to just lean into the rest and the lazies. Lazy generally comes off such a derogatory word, but it's been just like lazy, hazy, daisy sweetness, like swaying back and forth. And I'm absolutely loving it. I, I'm actually feeling called to speak exactly on that, which is surrender. I think often it feels so difficult to surrender to what is. We want so desperately to control so much and we lose hope, we lose faith in what is out of our control, what is meant to be. Um, and it can be so challenging to just surrender to what is. Uh, and I want to talk today, I want this episode to be about uh, l just leaning into surrender a little bit more and trusting that you will arrive exactly where you need to arrive always, as long as you're willing to surrender to the truth and, and yeah, the reality. You know, it's like, yes, of course, there are moments where it's beneficial to push ourselves I'm not discounting that we also do tend to have this um there's also like the other side <laughs> of pushing ourselves where it's you know a coping mechanism or in a disconnect from what our body is saying to us uh there's so many reasons why we often struggle to surrender and listen to what our body our spirit um God, our minds, what all kinds of things, what, what, what's being really shown and told to us and communicated to us. So yeah, like right now, I need to surrender to deep breaths. Although I feel like it's 
perhaps a little bit annoying for you as the listener to hear me taking deep breaths while you're listening. But the reality is that I'm feeling so breathy. I'm so big and so full of interesting feelings in my body that slowing down and taking those deep breaths actually makes such a huge difference in my ability to communicate a little bit more clearly and effectively. So surrendering, even though I'm like, oh God, poor, (laughs) poor listener right now. (laughs) Uh, Anyway, yeah, so surrender. Wow, I can really look at my life right now and reflect on a past version of myself who would look at all all of my circumstances and feel so stressed intense and in a completely like dysfunctional nervous system and anger and resentment and so many just very intense feelings um given the circumstances And that's what's interesting is when you do the work and you shift your perspective, you can still have all of the same circumstances, yet your experience, the way you experience them can be so different. So a past version of myself, say even just a year ago, would be sitting right here right now, so tense, so full of negative emotion about so many things that are going on in my life right now. Um, But the choice to surrender and, and just let things be and trust that I've equipped myself with what I need to handle whatever is to come has, has me in like such a strong state of peace It's almost like, um, especially with the kids being gone right now, it almost feels like I have no thoughts, uh, in a good way. Um, it's like the, right. It's the point of meditation to kind of clear our minds. And I feel like so much of what's being reflected back to me in this quiet solitude that I've had for a little over a full day now since they left is the peace of of where I'm at. And this has not been easy to get here. I mean, I, I, I'm going through some very challenging things in my life right now, some beautiful transformative things in my life right now. So much is shifting. I did a tarot. I pulled some cards for my favorite tarot deck a few days ago and one of the cards I pulled was completion and that that word has just stuck with me since I pulled it and um yeah I I I feel like acknowledging I've I've always been the type of person that's like that can say vocally you know I like closure I need closure because life is you know basically the birth and death of different cycles, different experiences. And, you know, we often, if we don't bring closure to certain experiences, then we are hung up 
And that's usually where some type of, you know, trauma exists or, you know, um, feelings of discomfort from your past, things that need to be healed, wounds often come from not really having the closure, finding the closure from something that's occurred in life. So I'm really um, captivated by this idea of completion um, and bringing that closure, seeing the full circle, experiencing all of it as in like reflect and reflection being such a huge part of it. Like look at something and see it for the your lessons, um, where it's helped you, where it's hurt you, how it's affected you, how it's affected others, what you've learned, you know, being able to to observe and acknowledge what all came from a certain circumstance in your life and having that full circle completion of of acceptance and then moving on and making making space um, for new experiences feels so powerful it feels it's obvious right like I say that and you're probably thinking to yourself duh that's obvious we move through life experiencing different experiences but how often are we like really being intentional about it how often are we truly reflecting and doing it with honesty I think that's really important because I think you know we're always as Emily Saldea always says like we're always telling ourselves stories right we're like always telling ourselves stories about what we think we want or what we think we see or you know whatever so how oft how often are we willing to strip back all of these stories and see things for for how they really are um, and be at peace with that find peace in that um that's really powerful and god it's so different for everybody but the the willingness to surrender to just truth and life and surrender obviously also a huge facet of of true surrender is removing judgment because it's so easy to judge others ourselves the situation the circumstances judgment is just so rampant in like all situations but to remove that judgment and just stay in the heart stay grounded in the heart and just surrender you know a good example is leaning into this birth that I'm about to have I mean I can easily reflect back on the moments where I've been in labor and felt, you know, the excruciating pain and the ring of fire and the, you know, all of the the contractions that feel like I'm dying where I have to like literally go on like a psychedelic trip just to escape the pain, right? But then I can also easily reflect on how quickly once my little baby is in my arms, the pain is like, huh, what, what pain? Um, or even, even the early, I don't know. I, I, something that I've, I've really been playing with in my head and in my body during this pregnancy. And, you know, I'm not going to know, I'm not going to know until, um, the birth has happened, but I'm really curious 
something that I'm doing differently this time is as I've gotten bigger, and especially this last like week, the last two weeks, say, and now as my body truly, truly, you can feel so much shifting within to prepare. A lot of it is uncomfortable sensation that I think we're, our natural tendency is to like uh, pull away from, right? Or clench, you know, get like really tense. It's like if you, if you know you're about to... Um, I, God, I can't even use, I'm not even going to use that example because it's just the worst. It's like when you, when you know you're about to, shit, man, I can't think of an example. Something painful is about to happen. So you tense up, right? Oh, okay. Here's a perfect example. You know, you're about to jump in a very cold body of water. So you don't just jump in your body relaxed. You like tense up knowing you're about to jump in. So I, I've been really playing with this in my body where when I feel the discomfort of maybe the baby kicking a certain part of my body or the opening, like I just feel a lot of the sensation of softening and opening, which can be quite uncomfortable. And I I think to myself, I can, I can tell what I, what I subconsciously or unconsciously would do is kind of like, tense up or try to like resist that sensation and rather I've been allowing myself to lean into the discomfort in that sensation and feel it through like feel it all the way through don't be scared of it Vivian just lean into it what is what is that discomfort what is that sensation and then when I lean in and feel it through I actually realize it's my mind telling me that it's more painful than it actually is. It's actually not painful. Yeah, it's like it's there's discomfort, but it's actually not painful. I'm telling myself the story that it's going to be painful, but it's really actually not. When I just choose vulnerability rather than resistance. Um, So that's something that I'm really excited to have some awareness of during this upcoming labor because yeah i i i wonder how it'll shape and shift the experience um but that's a beautiful uh reflection of this idea of vulnerability that has become uh very important to me um in order to grow in order to perceive things from my heart rather than from my mind. Um, And I suppose also to just like uh, I perhaps prove to myself that I not prove to myself because that's a weird way to put it. Um, But to really commit to my spiritual journey of trust. Um, trusting in source, trusting in something greater and realizing indeed there's so much that I do have control over, which is really beautiful. Um, For instance, creating. That's where I put my controlling energy because I love to create and creating is an opportunity to like have full control over something and, and express yourself. So 
I think the desire to control isn't isn't inherently wrong. Um, it's just what are we trying to control? So I'm in this place creatively now where I'm constantly, I mean constantly feeling called to create. And the more I give myself the tools, the time, and put in the effort to create, I feel less desperation to control other aspects of my life that really are not in my control. Um, and that's that once again requires the vulnerability that, <laughs> oh man, it took me so long to get here. Am I making sense? Is this, I hope that this is making sense. I didn't really have the intention of being so heady about this topic, but I am just going to explore this like heady mindset that I'm stuck with until, <laughs> until this baby comes out of me. <laughs> um, but yeah, the, the, the vulnerability of, of knowing of, of, I don't know, God, it's just such a beautiful, it's just such a beautiful feeling to find that balance of trust where, where you are headed and where you're going and, and listen, like the perfect, another perfect example is that day. I will never forget that day where I just, every single fucking cell in my body responded when I asked myself, should I quit drinking? Literally, it was it was beyond my body. It was it was something in the spiritual realm. It was something in the cosmos. I have never felt a stronger yes than when I experienced that yes. And it took me a little bit of time to realize that's um, that was some deep rooted ancestral healing, communicating. And not a day goes by where I don't feel so honored to have had that experience and to stand, stay grounded in that decision. Um, although, you know, I found out soon, not long after I got, I was pregnant and, you know, all of that, but still it, it's, it's just, there's something just so magical that's come out of that decision and to be in that, to put myself in that, in that position, to be open to that information, to be open to that download and to fully embrace it. Um, wow. Yeah, that was vulnerable. That was beautiful. I mean, to, to call myself out, to like, just be in the raw truth of, of, is this something that's right for me. It was really beautiful. And not a day goes by that I'm not just so grateful for that decision and so empowered by it. Um, and I can see all of the blessings and all of the changes and all of not just, not even just now, how much my life has bettered, but in the future, how much my life will reflect back to me. Um, the power, the like, healing power of that decision and it really takes self-awareness vulnerability trust trust in something bigger it takes um like it takes it 
I really do think it requires uh, releasing yourself, healing yourself from the low vibrational distractions. Um, and that's, you know, that's what alcohol really was to me. I wasn't abusing it in any way. It was just a low vibrational distraction, no different from like binging on the television um, lately. You know, and I'm also not like dogmatic about anything either. I love to like watch stuff and um, I'm not really one for all or nothing. I'm not that kind of person. But we are just living in a time and in a culture where the distractions are everywhere and normalized. So it's really easy to not even realize how much you are a part of like <laughs> this really uh, self-sabotaging kind of lifestyle of like constantly indulging in distractions, which takes away our ability to, uh, truly sit with vulnerability, uh, truly have self-awareness and be guided by our intuition along with trust in source and, um, paying attention to the subtle, sometimes not so subtle, but often subtle signs that our, that our bodies or our lives are giving us uh, to push us in the direction that we ultimately want to go in. Um, but we can be so shut off from our true essence. We can be so shut off from healing our cycles and seeing things for what they are, seeing our suffering for what it is, right? Making up stories to defend why we continue in these patterns, these cycles of suffering. So through you know, healing different wounds, healing our mother wounds, our father wounds, healing our um, physical bodies, uh, healing our wounds of sisterhood or brotherhood, um, healing ancestral wounds, uh, unlearning thoughts, thought patterns, behavioral patterns that are not ours, that are inherited, inherited from um survival as a survival mechanism or just inherited from observation from our role models growing up you know there's so many things that a simple simply bringing awareness to it and asking yourself why why am i behaving this way why do i react this way why does this thing bother me so much um and once again being present with that being vulnerable to that vulnerable in the sense of like being honest um, and sitting with it without judgment and just letting it be what it is. That is, that's how the shift begins. I think so often people struggle to shift in ways that they want to shift, grow in the ways that they want to go. They struggle to because the moment that they sit with the truth, it hurts too much. And so they, they, they're, because they're so judgmental. They're so hard on themselves. They're so hard on, on the truth. It's like, I can't bear to accept that maybe I'm just a total fucking asshole. But that's, you you know, I think accepting that truth and sitting with him, be, being vulnerable to the truth is is the beginning. It's the first step. And then slowly as that judgment dissipates and 
that love creeps through because you're staying centered in the heart and you're just feeling from the heart rather just thinking from the mind, right? Slowly we we can heal all, all things. We can heal all of it. We have that power, but it does take clearing away a lot of the noise, clearing away a lot of the distractions, the judgments, the defenses, um, and letting ourselves be vulnerable. I have been really loving this aspect of my healing journey. Um, because what I'm learning is that I've been telling myself myself the story about a lot of things. I've been telling myself a story that's continuing the cycle of pain. And what I really want is often what I'm not telling myself I want. And I don't know, clearing away my own bullshit and being vulnerable with the truth despite what I try to tell myself. <laughs> oh, it's so powerful. So many things are healing in my life. And it's just so beautiful. Um, I have a particular relationship that's been challenging for me for a long time. And I was still even just recently telling myself stories about it. And then finally, just let go of, of those stories and let go of my judgments about myself or this other person. Just let go and just... Gave myself permission, just be who you are right now, Vivian, on all levels. Say, 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 say what's on your mind. Act the way you like to act. You know, communicate clearly, all this, and 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 let go of, of these like stories you're feeding yourself about this person and how it's gonna be and what's happening. Just let go of all that. And, and see, see what you love, see in them what you love and, and put your, shine the light on what you love in them and let them know that. Just let them, you know, acknowledge the things you love. And when they bring up things you don't love, just don't put energy into it. And holy shit, this relationship has been shifting so much since I just cut out the noise, decided to just be vulnerable, be myself but be honest, you know, because sometimes people will show up to you in the way they've always experienced you. So for instance, most of my life, everyone's been like, Vivian's such a bitch. So naturally, a lot of people are going to approach me telling themselves a story. Well, Vivian's a bitch, so I have to interact with her in a certain way. Um, and that's not going to change <laughs> unless like... I mean, obviously they can still interpret that, but I don't want to play into these old patterns and these old cycles. I don't want to continue this story and I don't have to, and I can surprise people. And I do now surprise people with how differently I respond to things or, um, how differently I communicate, how differently I show love. Cause I'm now never showing love out of obligation to anybody. I don't owe anybody anything. I show love because I genuinely feel I love to like be kind and loving now. Like it feels so good. It's not, I don't have to force myself at all. It feels so good to say the nice things and, and, and do the nice things. 
Um, but part of it is like the vulnerability, the forgiveness, uh, the self-forgiveness, the forgiveness of others and the, like a very conscious choice to show up differently for me. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think I'm getting too heady on this. So I think I'm probably going to close this out. I don't even know if there's really a point. <laughs> A final point to this episode, but maybe that's nice. Maybe I, I really want to just, it's fun to come on here and talk about certain subjects, but I think it's also kind of fun to just like be yourself. And yeah, I'm in a very particular place. And maybe if you're a pregnant mama and you're listening to this and you're laughing with me, then <laughs> or maybe you're not even pregnant and you can just feel the soft playfulness that, I'm really enjoying in this realm. I am in a different realm. I am, I swear, it's like I'm on drugs, but obviously I'm not on drugs. I'm not on anything. My body is just doing some magical stuff. So thank you for tuning in. Do not forget to lean into the vulnerability. Put down your guards. Put down the walls. Be yourself. Don't be scared. Let go of the imposter syndrome. There's another episode on that. Heal those wounds. Basically, all my episodes are all on healing all the wounds. Like heal the mother wound. Heal the sister wound. Heal the ancestral wounds. Clear out the fucking noise. There is so much noise out there. There is so much desperately trying to distract you. Clear it out. Turn turn things off. Shut it all out. Um... Not permanently. No one has to be dogmatic about anything, but be vulnerable to just like the subtle whispers of life. And that gets fun. That's been really fun for me. So I hope you take time to do that. I love you very much. Thanks for tuning in. I'll try my best to do a more cohesive episode next time. (laughs) I have like this whole list of really beautiful topics. And for some reason today, it was just not meant to be. And that's literally a reflection of what I'm talking about. I just decided to be vulnerable, be myself, let go of expectation. And I really love what I shared on here. So, (laughs) all right. I love you all. Have a beautiful day.